That's a disclaimer. The views and comments made during this episode are those of the participants and do not represent any entity that they volunteer with or are employed by. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the most nomadic podcast. We discuss geopolitics, national security, how much nonsense ever beers. I'm your host, Ryan Young, and joining me tonight is Tom Darrow and Lex Cardone. And recording on February 18th, 2023. We're back. Um, not as soon as I was hoping from the last, we did an episode end of uh, December on the World Cup. And um, yeah, we did, I was like, oh, we're, we're, we'll be back in like two weeks. Hasn't been the chance, hasn't been the, uh, hasn't been the situation just because uh, people have been busy, people getting sick. People traveling. I've been busy. I mean, I've I've had stuff every weekend since then, and it's just been. I'm just. It's hard being so popular. It's it's a Truly. conspiracy and a hardship. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just it's it's rough being me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so. But um, today we're going to be talking about uh, Russian mercenaries, in particular the Wagner Group. But before we jump into the episode, we're going to get, as always, we get to our beers. Uh, tonight we're drinking Bitter Valentine from Aleworks Brewing Company in Williamsburg, Virginia. Uh, it's described as a, a double IPA. This double IPA is loaded with Pacific Northwest hops blended with a light malt backbone. A bitter Valentine for you to love, however unrequited. Which... That's the Wagner Group, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Minus the uh, Pacific Northwest hops, which, fun fact, 40% of the world's hops come from the state of washington because after world war ii shockingly uh agricultural output was down in germany for mysterious reasons and so and then <laughs> apples were too cheap in the country there was just we've won of them and so then as a result a lot of farmers who were making something else usually apples in the central of washington state decided oh we're gonna do hops instead and then they went from being very poor to very well off and so, still are to this day. So the Marshall Plan, they needed their beer, the Germans, to re- rehabilitate them and bring them back into the fold. Yes. And the state of Washington stepped up. Good job. Exactly. Only One man's world ever... war is another man's opportunity. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> another man's IPA. So how is it? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah I like it. It's nice. like it's 8.3%, so it's Ooh, not... Strong not, boy. Yeah, not, not to be snuffed at. We've done worse here. Oh, yeah. Like, like, back, like back, we've done like... What is the height like? I mean, I'm trying to wonder what is the strongest beer I've ever had, like percentage-wise. Mine's What's the like, strongest beer we've had on the podcast? I think it was like a ten point like five percent. It was, it was. I remember it was a Christmas episode we did. We all got fucking trashed. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean we, that, that checks out. It's the it's the holidays. I mean we don't really we don't really get drunk anymore for episodes too often. It rarely happens now. No. It's just more like we're a little more. I think we're all gotten a little older and like yeah, better behaved. I'm not doing a boat people. cruise in the middle of the day and then coming to record a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you hey, I had some rum. I it was piratey. You know, the theme was <laughs> we, the theme was on point. We did an episode on the UN. <laughs> and, and Rob, um, not Rob, but uh, Lax came in. Basically, sat down. It's like, so what are we doing? <laughs> they were recorded, and we just, I was like, shut up, we're, just, we're starting, and we just started and did the episode. You guys, normally I contribute uh, a, a good amount, but you guys carried that one. <laughs> Put the fair. team on your back, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, in DC, that's how a lot of people approach very subject matters. They just walk in drunk and pretend they know what they're doing. They just go yeah. along, which is attracts. You know, uh, seen a good enough of that in this town. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, pretty good beer. Um, we'll see how it does with me. Um, but anyway, 
the Wagner Group. Lex, what is the Wagner Group? Well, it is a... Uh, it's a lot of different things, actually. It is a vastly decentralized network of shell companies, security outfits, but what it's most known for is a private military company with deep connections to the Russian Ministry of Defense. Um, in for the past 10 years or so, it's been fully off the books because in Russia, as is still true, uh, PMCs are legal. Um, so it's incorporated as different entities and, um, they're, they're illegal, but they're they're illegal. illegal. Yes. They're fully, they're, they're, they're forbidden by Russian law. Um, but still they're incorporated mostly out of Dubai because of course, (laughs) why would Um, it not? And they've. For the last decade or so, they've been appearing in various areas as uh, contractors, who also known as musicians. Um, the name Wagner, by the way, is a uh, ode to uh, Richard Wagner, the, the composer, also known as Hitler's favorite composer, um, based on the very not subtle Nazi inclinations of one of their field commanders. Um, but now it's run by, the money behind it is a guy named Dmitry Progrosian, who made his fortune, who is... Uh, Putin's chef. Putin's yeah. He he was in jail multiple times, but then he came out and made his fortune running a catering company for the Russian government. Um, <laughs> so and getting a lot of contracts that way, and ended up building this this mercenary outfit. Um, yeah, it, it from was, using it was that. like high level state dinners for Putin. You know, like what it'd be like. You know, you know, visitors from other countries and all that kind of yeah, stuff. This coming. would be a fascinating like biopic movie if human rights crimes weren't involved. Oh yeah, yeah. So rags they, rags to riches, <laughs> rags, rags to riches to possibly to rags, more riches. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've been these many of them uh, up until recently. Many of the Wagner units are veterans of the Russian armed services and um, security security outfits who um, appear as convenient boots on the ground to advance Russian interests overseas um, with mu- a lot of opaque accounting and also um an instrument a a very cheap instrument to um expand russian hard power just the extension of putin's foreign policy right because nobody cares about mercenaries coming home in body bags it's uh, official russian soldiers well that (laughs) after a year of this who who really who who really knows if that's true anymore that's the 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 typical use for them and uh, and radio liberty uh uh, called it a semi semi legal militant formation that exists under the wing and on the funds of the Ministry of Defense, the Russian Ministry. Of Defense. Yes, they're very technically they're separate from the Ministry of Defense, but if you look at where their bases are, they're almost always based right alongside um, the Russian Armed Services. Or they, they 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 quote unquote rent it out or like yeah. have access to or have tra- access to their training bases or work very closely. That there's like overlap where there's people who are in in Wagner but also in the military or been back and forth or like they, they first kind of came on the radar in ukraine like when the little green men showed up in crimea and it was like oh what the hell is this like oh there are all these unmarked they all look like russian uniforms but they're none of them have insignia yeah. well those guys were actually mo- most of those guys were spetsnaz those were yeah. just unmarked russian servicemen um but yeah they did employ well, especially well, in the the igor gherkins of the world the not the so-called Donetsk people's people's yeah. republic militias a lot of those guys formed the core of Wagner which had its first real coming out party so to speak in Syria and they performed you know 
catch snatch uh, catch and snatch missions, search and destroy, support training for Assad's forces, and now we've seen protecting them oil fields. protecting oil fields. Yeah. Uh, ex- yeah, and now we've seen them expand from Syria to Libya to across Africa, um, as a, 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 which is now a multinational and now officially a transnational criminal organization, according to the Treasury Department. The Treasury Department, yeah, yeah. So sanctions on them is one um, method they're going after, but we'll, we'll get to that a little later. But uh, yeah, so they do they do offensive operations, they do training, they do weapon sales. They're basically a, a fixture for the Russian state to like sell weapons and make some hard cash on the side, especially behind sanctions that have been going on them since the Ukraine war started last year. Um, they also do a lot of disinformation campaigns, like like Progesion or um, Progosian? Progosian. Progosian. Yeah. yeah, close enough. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they have their own media arm. They the produce internet, movies, the internet, the internet propaganda. Re- the Internet Research they're, Agency. That's, yeah, very, that was uh, pretty... They're also very like active, too, on social media all the time, trying to promoting all sorts of Russian whataboutisms and whatnot. And, and even like a lot of uh, Russia-sympathetic groups online will oftentimes try to be... People criticize Wagner will be like, oh, what about Blackwater and, thing, and such like that for us. But uh, for those who are like, yes, Blackwater has done some awful war crimes but the extent and nature of the two different companies is very different yeah blackwater has a pretty well-defined corporate structure um, with shareholders and you know contracts that have varying degrees of morality and you can be the judge of that but it's it's very much you know a typical corporation whereas wagner appears as it was unofficial for years now it's kind of it's kind of like it's finally come out um but it's it's more of a network. It's not there's not like Wagner Inc. It's more of a network of different companies under the umbrella of Prigozhin's holding um, his fortune. So. Yeah, yeah. Blackwater was. I mean, it's mostly a security and training company. I mean, now they're known as Academy with an I. Yeah. Because uh, it changed uh, names uh, like five times. They changed yeah, their name. They, there, they rebrand. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's every couple of years they rebrand. But now they're Academy on, uh, under. I think I think they're under Triple Canopy, which is just a larger. Are they just like paying consultants every time to be like, we've got to pivot? And then the consultants yeah. just come out with a PowerPoint uh, it's rebrand. The, it's the same. It's the Zuckerberg strategy. Oh, we're meta now. We're in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, I mean, but they, I mean, they're mostly doing that. They don't do like offensive operations. They're not doing like real, like, principled, like, you yeah. know, like the, the, like the 80s, like, gun, like, you know, mercenary, you know, yeah. soldier to fortune kind of fucking thing. Whereas Wagner, they do, they do the training, they do the security stuff. Um, that's kind of their bread and butter, but they also put guys on the front line. Um, and um, most of their most of their uh, their real operators are actually operating in these various places in Africa and all over the place. Whereas um, in the actual war in Ukraine now, Wagner is mostly made up of convicts and guys Literal that have been penal battalions. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, with Soviet Union used extensively during uh, World War II, which uh, and so did. Uh, the Germans as well, um, yeah. So they've taken a beating, and as and as has Wagner's reputation. But they're also the only. They've only they've in the last six months or so. They're the ones who've made the most progress, which is kind of a low bar. But they've captured Solidar. They've come close to encircling Bakhmut. But now you're seeing a major rivalry develop uh, between Prigozhin and his. Wagner units yeah. and uh, the MOD. So. Yeah, before we jump to that, like, it's like it's funny they took Solidar, which is also a mining town, because like, <laughs> like we, Lex and I were discussing before um, we recorded that you know basically they 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 really aim for countries that have mineral resources, 
So they always go for the mining contracts and that kind of stuff. We'll get to that a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's so of course they took Solidar, which is a, a salt mining town, I believe. It's one of yeah, the Yeah, 10,000 people before the war. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of the only thing they could. And they only took it because they're throwing these waves and waves of uh, untrained prison. Yeah, the Brannigan strategy. The Zerg rush. Yeah. I, I think it was, it was like 30,000 casualties, 9,000 dead. Yeah. Lord. Which is in... 90% of the dead were from uh, the convicts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's... I guess I, I mean giving taking someone out of prison and just giving them a gun and telling them to run is is uh, not an optimal it's, it makes strategy. me think of movie Stalingrad like if the, when, oh. the guy falls before you pick up his rifle <laughs> like yeah but that's the only way they've really been because you can't like tell because it's I mean you serve for, the deal is Wagner recruits these guys they serve for six months and then they go if they survive which some of them have and they've been pardoned and let loose back in Russia, which is now causing its own problems. There's been a huge spike in uh, people bringing their guns back with them and using them in crimes uh, in Russia. So, yeah, it's uh, not how a stable society is created. So you mean, so you basically, what you're saying is taking a convicted murderer, and then if he survives six months in the hell that is war, and the trauma of it, he, he's not going to come back a reformed citizen. Yeah, to, it's a uh, scalding sleep. hot take, but it's, <laughs> right, that's yeah, yeah. my <laughs> <Just> clarifying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been wild out there. Um, but yeah, let's 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 talk about let's talk about Africa a little bit because like it's been mostly in in Central African Republic, Mali, Libya, Sudan, or the coup belt of yeah, uh, yeah. Africa. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. which I've seen coups the, in the last year, you know. It's, uh, it's just full of kleptocrats everywhere. Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, no, Wagner's been there for years, but they, uh, with the withdrawal, and, or the American and French, because the French had a lot of colonies there, they have a lot more security arrangement guarantee, like yeah. typical security where, you know, you have to talk about counterinsurgency and good governance and tackling corruption. Wagner doesn't care about all that. No, it's strictly right. security for resources, whether yeah. it's cash payments or more specifically how, how they operate is c- control over mineral resources. Yeah. And they don't they don't give a damn about the populace or anything. No. That's the real thing is all these villages and towns and cities that are just well, the civilians are just trapped in all this stuff. But they don't they don't care about yeah. collateral damage or anything like that. Whereas a you know, French soldier does that. Um, I mean. It's awful, but it's like there's they, there's there's there's, repercu- there's a system for repercussions for it. Um, there, um, maybe not in that country, but at least in France, like potentially, yeah. like whereas yeah, Wagner, I mean, no. Uh, another scalding hot take: um, Putin doesn't really have any qualms about propping up dictators no, no. and tyrants. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't. Uh, yeah. How how people treat their own people is not his yeah. business. Plutocrats of a feather flock together. Yeah. So it, a lot it, of these guys, especially the um, the military that takes over in these these very poorly run states, um, it, it's also part of a long history of Russia pretending um, you know that oh they never tried to colonize Africa or anything like that, but really like the Soviet Union and Russia, they the all, Soviet yeah, Union? yeah how did oh, yeah, how did yeah. they become the biggest country oh, in know, the goddamn no, world? No, no, it's like it's like, uh, it's like for like specifically in Africa, like the like to all the times talk about how oh, they, they didn't take part in the scramble for Africa or they didn't do anything, you know, any imperialism in Africa. And, but they always have been doing this kind of stuff either before Wagner. It was, it's something that the Russians have done for a long time is through various proxies have attempted to, you know, steal coups and yeah. Cub- other ones. the Cubans it's, in Angola. Yeah. 
They had yes, they had their the uh, more infamous ones. But now yeah. they don't have the Cubans or the um, whoever like Nicaraguans and whatever else. Yeah. So they have to. So what do they do? They take um, our capitalist principles and they form a PMC. <laughs> yeah. Go. Have you seen the stuff? There's a a, a advanced Russian ship that just docked in, South in Cape, Cape Town. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the the reaction because Cape Town is or um, South Africa is one of the most just diabolically corrupt places that like you yeah wouldn't... yeah and uh... they've been they've been turning pro russia the last couple of years and like they, they, i mean a... they have a long the anc has a long going back yeah. to the but yeah the... now it's it's a relationship with russia versus the soviet union and there isn't even the the veneer of like ideological affiliation yeah, yeah they're doing they're, they're doing naval exercises with uh, china and russia yeah so it's just like oh you're on, so you're on that side of the fence now eh? oh, i remember when the bricks were a thing do you remember when the bricks were a thing because I, sure I don't think they're a thing anymore i mean it's yeah i mean it's it's it, i mean china's a thing yeah but like the bricks that's a hot whole... take i mean the worst both both russia and south africa have done a lot of self-inflicted uh in brazil i mean hopefully brazil will turn around with um yeah, know, what's his face i mean really yeah i, I wouldn't actually, bet on it all yeah, the, yeah, I would, with all Lula, the, yeah. yeah all the he's not bolsonaro but he's he's he's, he's, he's a corrupt he's asshole also, he's, he's also been like also he had a weird take on ukraine he's like yeah basically the russians are not the bad guys in this he's like oh we all uh, need to get along like fuck yeah. <laughs> it's just like we're so going it's almost like great. it's like india is the only one in of the bricks that's like economically just taken off the risk they're not you know isn't like a stagnant um right now i mean although china is emerging up again we'll see um that's to be determined but at the moment only the eye in bricks is working (laughs) (laughs) there's no eye in bricks well there's no eye in bricks except there's no me in bricks there's an eye though exactly Yeah. yeah my laptop's starting to blow up fans turning on no it's just the wagner got in yeah <laughs> you've been hacked that's what's well, the funny thing every time we put out episodes like about ukraine or russia like i get tons of listens from russia and i'm like always like oh no like i'll never go to that country yeah. now well, you lock your door right yeah I, no, yeah, 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 that's bullshit. Fine. I just walked in. Like, <laughs> well, I knew you were coming. <laughs> oh, hello, comrade. <laughs> Who are you, comrade? Question? <laughs> Jesus Christ. One of the oldest joke on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if it ain't broke, just keep hammering that thing to death. Yeah, yeah. you might not get it, but we will. Um, it's also just like, in in general, like, um, particularly since Russia's been sanctioned so heavily, uh, they kind of now have to lean more on groups like Wagner to build a lot of the relationships with a lot of the countries that have not sanctioned them, which are the, unfortunately, like the South Africa's and the Mali's and um, Syria's of the world. Like, they don't have as much access to a lot of like, what they used to, particularly also, like, um, for a lot of their resource extraction and other means, since, you know, like, economically, Russia's been hurt by this, they need... Um, a lot of those contracts they even more than they did hard beforehand. Cash. Yeah, yeah, they yeah exactly. They need it more than they did beforehand. Yeah, they extract a lot of hard currency from these deals that are basically sanction proof. But now that there's been a designation of a transnational criminal organization, they haven't. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but they haven't designated Wagner as a terrorist group yet, right? Not yet. That's okay. something. That's, so that's actually, something I want. Actually, I, I have in my notes to bring up because it's like. What would that mean then? Would that mean direct action? Would we start drone striking? No. Um, well, well, didn't already um, 
U.S. forces engaged with some well, Wagyu. Well, because they, 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 oh, they advanced yeah. on their, it was Battle of Kashem. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, like, it's already technically happened, and from my understanding, the U.S. kicked their ass. Well, yeah, yeah that was... Well, that... Syrian forces were like, we're going to advance on this, this uh, Syrian defense, or whatever Syrian Free Army group it was, you know, was with American advisors. I think it was the SS, the, 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 the Kurdish. Yeah, I... But basically, what they tried to do, what actually came out recently, they tried to do there is they tried to do there because a lot of the Syrian oil fields under Assad's control, the Russians have contracts there, and, and Wagner does. So they wanted to do. They saw these oil fields that were under SD, the Kurdish militia control, and they wanted to come in. They, they, it was Wagner themselves that were pushing to take over because they yeah. wanted the resources. They wanted to do what what Wagner does, um, and so they went in, but they were completely unsupported, and they got. Not, they got they got America uh, fuck yet. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's like it's like that old adage. It's like it's like this old War II adage. Like it's like if you see enemy see a force coming across the field, do you, if you shoot over their head, what are the response you get to? You see what, what country it is. If it's precision rif, rifle fire, it's the British. If it's a white flag, it's the French. <laughs> if nothing happens for five minutes, your position gets obliterated by artillery and air power. It's the Americans. Yeah. If it's if it's if it's and then it's like if it's if it's uh, hellfire raised machine gun fire, it's the it's the Germans. I mean, this is a country that just what used how much were they four hundred grand each weapon missile to blow up a balloon. Yeah, like, we, we took down we, a kid's birthday balloon with a thirty five. Yeah, this may not be a country that uh, uh, overacts slightly. Um, you know, yeah. just, a, just a wee bit. Balloon gate. But that <laughs> so, was but that's be. different from what you're t- you were asking about because that was. We already had forces in place there that yeah, came yeah. under attack. That, You're talking that, about that. drones striking them like we've been drone striking Al Qaeda, and I mean maybe yeah, I in the new season of uh, of America, maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's the next bad guy. But oh, because I mean, I mean, Wagner is basically it's it's threat. I mean, it's it's it, it, it's proven that Prigozhin and and his lot have, have interfered in U.S. elections. Of yeah. trying to and like Americans are fucking stupid, so they believe a lot of the shit that comes out. That's why we had Trump as president mostly. Yeah, his first uh, major uh, coming out party on the world stage, Prigozhin, was the Internet Research Agency, yeah. the infamous troll farms of 2015, 2016. which but, were then like which a lot of them were in Macedonia and places, yeah. which is why like during the was during the twenty eighteen uh, midterm. Um, Cyber Command from the Pentagon, like, probably announced, or was the NSA that they essentially just took, had, like, their own hackers had taken out the, like, entire internet for a whole section of, like... <laughs> That's a very American <laughs> response. We're just gonna... Again, <laughs> fuck you, back, internet. Back to the... It, but, you know, it's the, it's the, it was the internet equivalent of that $400,000 missile. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, Which... it's Macedonia. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. Northern, actually, northern north, Macedonia. North, north, sorry, north, north. north, north yeah, yeah, yeah. We have to north, specify northern north Macedonia. Macedonia. Otherwise, we're gonna have a bunch the, of people in country. Macedonia, Greece, who are gonna be like, "Whoa, wait," which is yeah, understandable. Different Looks, places. Alexander's that's, from here. That's okay, fucking stupid. <laughs> no, do not. Don't. Yeah. Let's not get into. Uh, I, I, all of our avid listeners. We're gonna get canceled Macedonia. by the Macedonians <laughs> and the North Macedonians. See, it's, not, it's not. It's not. It's not hot takes about like Russia that would on this podcast. It'll be like most things in life. It's just someone getting to the weeds of the Balkans. Oh yeah. No, that's and you don't I, want to do I, that. That is not something I will follow you into, Ryan. It's, yeah, I, I have other things. To yeah, do. <laughs> but one of the getting back to the Wagner, one of the the main ways that a terrorist global terrorist designation would it would impact their ability to finance because yeah. most as has been the case, most international finance finds its way through the U.S., so it gives us jurisdiction pretty much anywhere. 
it also would impact travel. Um, yeah. So if they get to, if they're on a flight to one where some, one place they get diverted to somewhere else where extradition is possible, you're talking about a major corporate risk of your people getting or, snatched up. Or and, hell, even if they yeah. if their flight in transit just happens to fly over airspace of like that. I mean, granted, I don't know if we'd pull them out of the air a la like uh, Lukashenko style. Air piracy. At the same yeah. time, though, if like one of their Nick you know Cage if movie, one of their big wigs was like on. Wagner Biggs was on their way to it. I honestly, again, back to that overreaction sometimes in America. Like, <laughs> yeah, if, I mean, if, sakes, we drone striked the, uh, what's his face, the uh, Iran, like, just, when oh, he just, just like set foot briefly oh, in Iraq. But yeah, like, yeah. Uh, imagine if Osama bin Laden was just like, 20 years ago, was just like, in an in-flight, you know, eating his in-flight meal, crossing <laughs> over somewhere, just watching the movie, and then fucking America, no, fuck no, yeah, the, the, the balloon force one yeah, well, comes <laughs> up and <laughs> To take his no, specifically, ass. Specifically, he'd be watching porn. Apparently, they found tens, like hundreds of gigabytes of porn on Obama. Of course, uh, that's Bin Laden's what... like stuff. Like so, so he'd be watching porn in this. Oh yeah, on his private jet. One of those creeper. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking in my in my head he was he was sitting in coach, but no, he's he. You're right. He would be on a private jet. He was. I mean, he was a or, uh, or at least maybe maybe Comfort Plus. I mean, no, he's. Probably first class. I mean, he was first class. Rich, rich, he was a rich, tall rich, dude. He rich, would need rich, economy rich, plus. He would rich, need economy rich, plus. Rich Saudi family. Yeah, but like he didn't have access to that wealth anymore. Yeah. So unless they were but one remember, of his. Remember, he would need economy don't plus. Worry, so others, he was a tall don't dude. Worry, other like, Saudis yeah. gave other yeah. Saudis gave him money. It's That's fine. true. Yeah. <laughs> It's like why? Why is all of the money we're giving you uh, devoted to first class upgrades and porn? <laughs> like, <laughs> how is this? How is this helping us against Listen, the infidel? <laughs> you just you just don't understand my jihad, okay? Yeah, this is how backward, technologically backwards, Al Qaeda is. Is that they still literally buy porn? Yeah, yeah, fucking idiots. Like VCRs. <laughs> what the fuck is a VCR? I don't even know anymore. Yeah. Oh, anywho. Yeah, no. Having Wagner as a terrorist group would, would basically, but it's just one of those things whether we'll do it or not. Because actually, yeah. we have we have something. I think it might it might come down to largely like, in the coming months, like particularly what they, what happens in Ukraine, like um, particularly like some of these stuff that's coming out, a lot of the atrocities there. Um, more and more evidence it's coming out as it's about like, that Wagner's behind it. I think that'll give them a lot more of the international heft to then not only declare them such, but then also get other countries to do the same to kind of convince the other ones that maybe just need um, that excuse, that you know, piece yeah. of evidence. Um, ones that are a little bit more reluctant than uh, uh, even some of our own NATO allies. There have been a lot of UN reports about the documented uh, war crimes and massacres in Africa. So yeah. that that's also yeah. something that, it's eventually it's this is like a slow moving thing you know first it was javelins then it was high mars then such and such it's it's the same with every aspect of the government like there, there's not so much a downside to this it's whereas the sanctioning russia itself and seizing their assets that's the part where you, you open up a can of worms that yeah. eventually probably we'll deal with that we'll do that too but like actually so we have so we have something from congress it's hr 7311 countering malign russian activities in africa act okay is that but house yeah, or I, senate I, oh no hr, Taylor oh, HR so house. Gets okay. co-sponsors of that because they <laughs> yeah I, I doubt it uh they're probably one of the people that voted against it but, yeah um because there was like 19 people voted against it and they went to the house and went to the house very quickly and then like kevin mccarthy's this... favorite people voted against it yeah <laughs> 
It, it only took about 12 tries. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> it, was, it was the best best week of C-SPAN's ever had. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah for a lot of people aren't aware. Um, so C-SPAN doesn't have control of the cameras in there, but because the speaker, they always ask for the speaker of the house permission to have control, and the speaker's office always says no, and their own staff controls it. But when there was no speaker, C-SPAN had full control. Like, C-SPAN was drunk with power. Is that why they that. were zooming in on Gates? Yeah, that's why. And yeah. the whole, that's we why caught they kept that whole drama. Everybody. Oh that, that's why they kept zooming in. Them... And that's why now it's back to being boring. Lame. Yeah. Because now McCarthy's people control it. Um, yeah, so that was, and that's why the Senate is more tame, because they, so, yeah. so that's a fun fact. So free, free C-SPAN. Uh, let him. Yeah, I think we <laughs> let him. Let him record all the trauma. I know, I know. Yeah, the, the free C-SPAN act. Basically, this bill got passed by the House and then went to the Senate and has done nothing. But um, mm. it's uh, such as Congress. Yeah, I mean, it, that was like last year when it passed through. This is, I think, this was maybe the. And this is and this, this bill does this, what again? Basically, it, it has State Department basically come to them saying, "Hey, um, look at what Russia's doing and how we can combat it." Diplomatically, of course, not. This is because it goes to state, not to the DOD. Right. But you know, efforts to sanction, efforts to build governance, that kind of stuff in Africa. Basically, work for African partners to do what we were doing before, and just kind of like, okay, cool, we're gonna have you know, let's have democracy and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, let's try, let's try, let's try democracy and give that a chance, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Someday, even you can shoot down balloons with advanced fighter jets. <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I know the Commerce Department has also introduced some like import export controls to prevent because a lot of their we've seen a lot of weapons smuggling in the sort of ungoverned parts of Africa where Wagner operates, and that's also a way they they generate some hard cash. It's also like Russia has like a lot, again it goes back to like Russia's huge history. It's like one of the reasons that. Um... You know, it's iconic where whenever you, in, in any movie, documentary you see, whether it's terrorist groups or some rebel group somewhere in Africa, Middle East, etc., they're always holding ak 4 they always have Kalashnikovs. It's because the Soviet Union just flooded the uh, the continent with them. And it, it just kind of goes back to, like, in Russia for years has just done that. Um, they, and all, like, it's, uh, that's, it just, it's kind of just part of a long history of them just uh, fucking around in the continent. That's a very Russophobic statement that you just made. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to say, like, to be fair, though, not to say, like, the the West has done some pretty fucked up shit in that continent as well. Um, and they're, they're yeah, not absolved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, also, yeah, pretty, pretty ice-cold take there. Uh, but I just said, like, it's like Wagner's problem is just part of a long history of Russia. Russia's meddling, but then... You know, be plausible deniability claiming that, oh, no, look, we're not doing anything. Oh, no, yeah. we're not doing because anything. Like they that. always play the victim. It's really fucking frustrating. Because they're always like, we never do anything bad. Why is it ever mad at us? Oh, we're just defending it, yeah, ourselves. It's a private company. It's not. Well, they've they've taken yeah. the uh, the uh, the aspects of capitalism that are less than savor, that are not very. The worst parts. That are, uh, yeah, un, a little unsavory. And they've s- sort of russified it in terms of making it even more terrible. <laughs> well, just... like, what if we drone strike a fucking Wagner convoy in in Mali nope. and be like, like, nobody, oh, they're not, they're not, so they're not Russian soldiers. No, nope, nobody's going to do shit because they're expendable. They are the expendables. Sorry, sliced alone. I know you like to fight Russians, but <laughs> it's a. Uh, it the first movie that was that was awful because they tried hard. They tried hard to be a naked. I series. don't even remember. The second one is hilarious. 
Okay. Okay. They, yeah. they, they sort of leaned yeah, into they, their they, whole yeah, like, into, like this is a movie. stupid concept. We're not <laughs> yeah. going to try to be serious about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. The second, third one were really good because they were funny. Yeah. Yeah. Those expendable movies. Everyone should check them out. Expendables three, Wagner Boogaloo. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I want to see from uh, Wagner Studios. Well, I mean, they, they could do it because Steven Seagal is now a Russian citizen. Yeah. It was same with uh, what's his stupid face, Snowden. Yeah. I imagine if the book... Snowden's a uh, oh yeah, yeah no, he's, also, he's, well, oh yeah I forget, remember remember there was a Snowden movie that movie's aged so badly <laughs> like that movie yeah that movie is aged like uh yeah milk left out on the yeah hopefully counter. sometime one day he'll leave that country and someone accidentally kills him are they gonna so sad are they gonna draft him like now he's available I mean he's available <laughs> to be drafted I he's mean Steven Se- I mean I think he's still been tweeting Snowden. so the, allegedly he's maybe still alive the guys they're pulling out of prisons and even that are dra- they're drafting old guys they're drafting people with like typhoid and hiv and all this shit so steven seagal's fat ass can hold himself up i'm sure i'm sure he's you know el- he's eligible propaganda what did you see okay it's okay i think i said this to the group chat like fairly recently you see the picture of Kadyrov a year from you mean putin's garden gnome <laughs> <laughs> all he needs is the little hat and the elf costume but like no he got, he got like he got he fucking huge yeah, I like. It's like he got stung in a by the face by a bee. Yeah, no, I think it's I don't know if steroids maybe will do that to you. If I know, I know he likes to be a be photographed man. lifting weights. Yeah, um, be a manly man. But yeah, because oh, I mean, wasn't it this week? Um, tangibly kind of related to this, the the British Minister of Foreign Defense, um, or basically the Brits uh, said that. By their own intel, ninety six, ninety five, something like that. High, like number of Russian forces are in Ukraine right now. So it's kind of big question of like, where's this big reserve buildup they claim to be having? But also, it's just that is, yeah, that's a lot. Okay, I mean, we had a lot of people uh, U.S. did in Iraq and Afghanistan at one point, but I'm willing to bet, like, pretty much my entire net income, we didn't have ninety five percent of our enlisted no. men and women. In those countries, at any oh, not even point not time, even yeah, no, it's just. <laughs> but that's just like an instance of just how, I was like desperate, they've gotten. Um, so you know, and you know, like that thing is. Does that include? I wonder if does that include Wagner, or does that even you know? Does that? So if Japan wanted to deploy to air deploy a group of uh, anime enthusiasts to take back the Kuril Islands, they probably could. Yeah, I mean, it's... God, now I have an now I have a theme from uh, an anime show just stuck in my head, and I will not yeah. say it. But uh, that would be that would actually <laughs> for after hours. Yeah, yes. is, is now, the, right, or also the too, uh, you know, also, the, then actually begs the question: how many how many enlisted men are in uh, Alaska? Now's your chance. How many of them are left in Siberia? There's got to be like what five guys. Well, Why would we I think we can take them? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I mean, they, people I've been seeing on the internet and there's like a debate in Finland right not not a real debate. Like, oh, should God. we take back Karelia? Karelia. <laughs> and everybody Oh, uh, I thought the, you were saying like Finland's going to like uh invade again like uh like in World War 2 where they're invaded and yeah. then they counterinvaded, yeah. which is which is one of my favorite World War Two memes, where it's just like never ask, you know, never ask a woman her age, a man his salary, or which side Finland fought on in World War Two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because no. Finland, <laughs> Finland kind of. Well, if you see pictures of like Finnish soldiers during the war, it's they all have like the German helmets on, and they look like 
Nazis. So, but there's like a fun, like it was a kind of a meme debate of like, should we take back Korea, the area we lost after the yeah. the war to them? Um, make and, no, but make, make Saint Petersburg part of the Empire yeah, of Sweden again. But Vyborg, the city, it used to be the second biggest city in uh, in Finland, and now it's just a complete. After sixty years of Russians fucking about, it's a complete shithole. And the Finns are like, we don't want that. Like, it's it's full of, like, broke Russians, infra- bad infrastructure. Like, nobody, it, like, anywhere they've been for any period of time just turns to shit. Um, so, it's just... So, let's, we're getting down to it. Uh, we're getting down a little down to the end of the episode. So, like, we're seeing some little bit of a... Uh infighting between ministry of defense and wagner yeah I, we need a tlc reality show of this. I mean, it's also like already it's, bravo it's, it's already like the war is like demonstrated that they don't have coordinated like the russians get they haven't the military doesn't have coordinated like strikes between their air force their artillery you know like army like that's one of the reasons why they never achieved air superiority in ukraine so now you have this into the mix of it so just coordinating tax already in, and already their logistics is terrible this is yeah. just gonna make it worse for them whereas the ukrainians are united they have i mean from my understand the problem still is ukrainians is that they're receiving so many weapons that it's like log jam like it, it, they, they you know it's just getting it to them as a as opposed to there's not enough yeah so there is a shortage of shells which is the most important aspect that, of any russian too, but... but like you have these since wagner has actually done something for the russians in the last six months um, there's a big uh, person, and you know, Prigozhin has kind of made himself this media figure. He goes yeah. to the front line. Putin hides mm-hmm. in his bunker. Garisimo, there's videos all the time of Wagner fighters coming out and saying words that you can't repeat <laughs> about <laughs> Garizimov and Shogu and um, the Russian chief of staff and the minister so, of defense. But if he keeps winning, though, who's to say Putin then won't? You know, He'll fall out of a window. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, which is a very common cause of death in it's, uh, it, Russia these days. If you have money and or in a position of importance, it's a better. It's better than a coin flip, I think. At this point, Wagner is still useful to them. True. And uh, but the more this goes on, I mean, we saw the MOD. They, there's also a group called the Patriot Organization, which is more affiliated with Garizimov, and they're some of the ones who've supported the attacks in Vuladar, which is south of I mean, um, and they got yeah. demolished. Um, so there's definitely, and it seems as if with Putin putting Garizimov in direct control, he's realizing he can't, um, you know, Prigozhin's getting too big for his britches, so he has to be cut down a little bit. Yeah. Does he, is he at the point where he can be thrown out a window? You know, tune in, uh, tune in next, tune in next season. That's another thing. It's just like a recurring thing of history is the strong man in Moscow being paranoid of his generals or, I mean, let's be honest, he's a general basically. Oh yeah. Like thing. um, of all, I mean, it, it, you had it with, uh, like, after World War II, um, General Zhukov, like, he, how he was so popular, it scared the hell out of Solomon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a similar situation. Like, like Zhukov, after World War II, was essentially just sidelined um, and yeah. spent a lot of his time just kind of, uh, like, on his hobby yeah. and fishing. The nail that sticks out gets hammered down. And this is, like, one of the main indicators that you see it. Not that this is, like even likely but one of the main indicators of state collapse is the um democratization of violence in terms of now in in addition to groups like wagner there are local volunteer militias being called up all over russia by the different but they're under the control i mean they're under the control of the mod specifically but 
um, they're called up and armed and fed and housed and by the regions. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this continues to play out, especially if Wagner um, maintains its independence. Right now, the, the, the Russian Ministry of Defense really wants to sort of incorporate them into the bureaucracy um, because they see this decentralized mode of pa power, whereas the Russian Ministry of Defense is highly, highly centralized, and it's a completely opposite way of doing things and counter to yeah. everything they're trying to achieve. Yeah, it, it's, I mean, a, it's also just like sets up a recipe for like if they just outright lose this war, and I mean, hell, they even lose Ukraine and things like that. What's to stop like almost a quasi civil war, some some kind of like going on in Russia, and which is um, President Prigozhin. Well, I know, but it's like people, people, some people well, probably warlord. That, like the thing reminded <laughs> is like that would be still horrifically scary for the world. Just a, a you know a civil, even even just a mild civil war within a nuclear armed country. Not to mention all the civilians, people that be caught in the middle of it. Yeah, um, because it's just like that's like one where you know what what do you do in that situation? Who do you? Yeah, they uh, have to. Like, what we didn't do at the end of the cold war is sort of prepare and war game that 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 even like scenarios that are seemingly implausible a year ago are now actually like possible so you really we we really have to um yeah. create a uh a, a series of contingencies to deal with stuff like that because you're right it's scarier than what happened yeah, after because even if it's even if it's just something like um the chechens or some and like a lot of the region of the caucus is like trying to break off or things like that like just something like we're gonna this is it it, it it sounds like implausible, but it's more plausible than it was a year ago. With armed formations like Wagner and the fact that Moscow and St. Petersburg really suck up all the wealth of... Uh, you you go outside, you go anywhere outside of Moscow and St. Petersburg, 50-50, you're not dealing... You don't, you don't have indoor plumbing. plumbing. Yeah. Um, and they really... And all the wealth is really out in Siberia. Um, so... And, the, and also a lot of the recruiting and conscripting is coming from the ethnic groups that are not... Um, yeah, yeah, the Moscovites and the and such and and like and, and the, that's why there's I mean you just go on Reddit and you you see there's tons of footage of cases where they're recruiting much people and people they're reporting because they've been conscripted and then someone just runs up out of nowhere and just straight up shoots the uh, recruiter and then everyone starts running like it's 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 not just one way it's like a one off thing like it, it, like you're having defections in that case. Um, I mean how how many how many. Hundreds of thousands of Russian men fled to neighboring countries during that thing, like seeking asylum or whatever, because they're like they're going, they don't want to go fight in yeah. Ukraine. It's, it's a country that but already has a low birth replacement rate, and its our its population is like increased faster. It's just it's insane how many. I mean, we don't really know how many have been wounded or killed at this point, but it's it is a fuck ton. Yeah, but yeah. there is a different uh, way. I mean, the Russians don't look at casualties and stuff like many other people do yeah. so you can't measure it the same way no. like they'll still like yeah some some will flee like, some will some will revolt some will, some will shoot their recruiters but a lot of people will just kind of line up and you mm -hmm. know because we're defending the motherland or whatever uh, yeah dumb reason. It's, it's just still like the um just just like the this absolute toll in just a year of just how many have died like just in one year of this war is I mean, what was the last, you know, I, unless I'm wrong, maybe Vietnam uh, or the Korean War where it had to be the last wars where you had that many people die in a year. Um, yeah. Just yeah. straight up. I, it, that is, just like to emphasize, like, that's, that's, uh, this is, 
like just how big this war has gotten. It it makes uh, um, almost every other kind of conflict. That, I don't want to say like trivialize it, but like it it, it dwarfs it in that it, in, yeah. in that aspect. Not in terms of human suffering. It's but a like completely different scale. scale. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not to, not to it's, say it's the a major war in Europe, which is a highly populated area. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's it's like insane. Um, yeah. And even if Wagner is that they're if they go up against the Ministry of Defense, they're probably going to lose it. But even if they're still around, you're going to have, or even if other groups take their place, it's it's like you know, mushrooms on a pile of shit. Like this is they'll 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 come back in a different form in a different place. Yeah, um, and it's as long just, as there's still people in the prisons in Russia, like yeah. to well, they've been empty. They they were talking about recruiting women, which is like a big no no in the sort of macho russian culture like female prisoners but it's funny i run to because like the the russians um very much especially the soviet union a lot of propaganda for that there were um would all the times hold up women um like snipers yeah during world yeah. war Two. like allegedly allegedly the greatest sniper in history of war was a soviet um woman like I, but again but i don't understand sh- her but the, you know, it's it's hard to confirm it, it's a yeah in terms of sheer numbers count. i think the propaganda was a lot more impactful oh, than the, the female snipers that but also you have in the modern russia you have a much more traditionalist yeah bent which oh, is why because, uh, yeah. yeah because um instead of suppressing the the orthodox church like the soviet union putin has embraced it heavily um yeah, which is yeah. but then but be specific, the Russian Orthodox Church, it's a bit different because uh, in recent years, there's been a schism within it um, where a lot of the Orthodox um, church, like bishops from other parts of Eastern Europe, no longer acknowledge the Moscow Church as the head of it, which is in religious terms, theological terms, is probably the one of the biggest schisms since the Great Schism itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, yeah, no, and the... There's been incidents of the the Moscow Patriarchate, um, their properties being used as spy dens and propaganda yeah. outlets, and the bishops are sort of an organ of the it's, state in a way that Wagner is an organ of the state. It's a whole thing, but I want I want to end with something. Uh, we're we're out of time. And with something cheery? No, uh, no. Oh, okay. So we, Prigozhin you said, and he, he said in this past week, Bakhmut would have would have been taken before the New Year if not for our monstrous military bureaucracy. Progress is not going as fast as we would like. He said that publicly. Oh, yeah. Bashing the shit out of the Ministry of Defense. So we'll see what happens to him or Wagner. or if Because basically now the uh, Ministry of Defense is not reporting on Wagner victories anymore. No. So do you think he's going to fall off the roof or an elevator shaft? Uh, fall, fall, fall down an elevator shaft, fall in a pile Actually, of bullets. No, do, do a pull. Falling down the stairs is you also a popular pull, pull our viewer. <laughs> Actually, Paul, the viewer, uh, the uh, listeners of this, yeah. of listeners of how this, does this uh, end for uh, Yeah, and then leave another category, and then people can submit um, other things they think he will fall off of. He'll get cooked because he's, he's a chef. <laughs> <laughs> or who knows? Maybe when he's yeah, at one maybe. of his frontline uh, visits, because um, every time uh, the Ukrainians have killed a general, they always report that the gen- ex-general has been "quote unquote" liquidated. <laughs> He was smoking um, I, next to a pile of explosives. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. So who knows? Yeah, that's that's you know that's a possibility. Because um, yeah. remember the uh, high Mars have a, a good, good range. range. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. God bless U.S. Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Take down those balloons. <laughs> All right, that was almost dramatic. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man.
All right.